Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. We've been talking a lot about education for the past several weeks um, and over the past several months now, been talking about just an impressive group of moms, particularly who have uh, rolled up their sleeves and decided they're going to run for school board and they are going to start fixing not only education, but the cultural institutions that the progressives have been marching through. Uh, without our attention being paid. Karen Werner, someone I have been supporting for some time, she is paying attention. She is running for Scottsdale Unified School Board. You can uh, check her website out at com. She spells her last name W-E-R-N-E-R for com. Karen, thanks for coming back on the show. How's it going out there? Well, thanks for having me, Seth. Things are going really, really well. I am out, uh, along with Amy Carney. We are uh, pounding pavement every day. We go out and talk to voters and uh, hear what they want in their schools. And, you know, my background with special schools is, you know, I've had three kids graduate. My youngest just graduated in May. And um, when my oldest graduated in 2014, I felt like she really got a great merit-based education. And then here we are eight years later. I have just watched the decline in how our kids are being educated. And, you know, when my son came home saying that, you know, he didn't have to have the same traditions or values as his family does, and, you know, you build your family around your friends, I just thought, my gosh, what is going on? And I, I really didn't connect with that until COVID, and we started seeing what was happening behind the scenes within the curriculum and just that national narrative that's coming into our schools. And it's super unfortunate because we do have some excellent teachers, actually a lot of excellent teachers and administrators in our schools, but the stuff is still seeping in. And um, we, our community wants a traditional academic education for our kids where, you know, families want to send their kids to the neighborhood schools, not to have to pull them out and put them in other places. And frankly, that's, you know, what I'm committed to doing is just restoring the traditional academics and, I may have shared this the last time I was here. Uh, I'm a woman of action. So yep. when our country was shut down and classes on Zoom and there was no sports or extracurricular activities, I jumped into action and rallied 140 parents and was able to get sports restarted and extracurricular activities restarted in 2020, which uh, some of the administrators told me that if I hadn't done that, we would have had none of that in 2020. And that was really the pivotal turning point for me to, to jump into this race and and, um, you know, restore some normalcy to our district. Well, you really have. I mean, I go to a lot of political events. You say you're out there talking to voters all the time. I don't think I have been to a single political event. I go to several a week where either you or Amy hasn't been. Maybe you're dividing up the labor. But the fact that you two are doing this, Amy Carney and yourself, Karen, it just hats off to you. You know, we have been um, for 20 or so years. I used to do a lot of work with 
Reagan's former education secretary, William Bennett, and people would ask, you know, what can I do to help fix the schools? He would say, going on 20, 25, 30 years now, he would say, run for school board, run for school board. People don't realize how important and how the decisions are made at these school boards. And my gosh, it took about 19 years for that message to sink in. But by golly, you guys are doing it. And we are so proud of you and thankful for you for doing it. Um, as I said, you know, you're talking about academic excellence. We pay for that. We are promised it. We expect it. And uh, we're not getting it. On top of not getting it, we're getting a lot of stuff that schools just don't have any business doing, don't we, Karen? That is true. There's a lot of social activism and the social emotional learning that's just coming in. It is literally just suffocating our academics. And it's, it's really pushing our academics to the bottom. And some of the things I was hearing from my own kids and from other kids was that, you know, oh, they don't really care about um, the grades or they don't really care about that. And so instead of having excellence in everything that you do from punctuation to neatness and so on, that's getting pushed to the side. And then, you know, I met with an administrator, gosh, it was early this summer, and I was really asking about what is it that teachers have to do in the classroom? What happens when there's disruptions or bad behavior and so on? And by the time that this administrator went through what is expected of the teacher, I told her, I go, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, when does yeah. she teach? Yeah. When does the academic happen? Yeah. You know? And we have to remove some of that from yep. the teacher so they can actually teach. Absolutely. And not, not have to deal with uh, ancillary social issues that are best left to the home. This was a short segment. We have a longer one coming up, Karen. Let me take a quick commercial break. And I want to talk to you about this transparency issue you have been all over. It's interesting. Uh, when um, when government institutions, school boards, for example, um, they are slow walking and trying to hide and conceal things from parents, that's really when the antenna should go up. And uh, Karen and her uh, friend Amy Carney, who's also running for school board, their antenna is up. Karen's going to tell us about the latest news, Scottsdale Unified, and their uh, efforts to conceal from the public what is truly going on there. So don't go away. Karen Werner and I will be right back. Again, her website, wernerforsusd.com, W-E-R-N-E-R-F-O-R-S-U-S-D.com. I'm Seth, she's Karen, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. Are you concerned with stock market volatility? What if you could invest in a portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market? A portfolio where you'll know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. You can turn your monthly income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And there is no loss of principal if you need your money back at any time. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. It's a secure and collateralized portfolio that delivers a high fixed interest rate. And by investing with my friends at Y-Refi, you will be doing well by doing good for others. My friends at Y-Refi, they're local, they're trustworthy, they're honest. I know them well. Y-Refi is a due diligence approved firm, and you can earn up to a 10.25% rate of return. That's right, up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or give them a call at 888-Y-Refi-34, 888-Y-Refi-34. 
Tell them Seth Liebson sent you. Karen Werner is our guest. She is uh, running for Scottsdale Unified School Board. Uh, WernerForSUSD.com is her website. Um, We were talking a little bit about why she ran in the last segment. And it's an ongoing reason, isn't it, Karen? The ongoing, um, the ongoing obfuscation, the ongoing lack of transparency, uh, the ongoing efforts to block transparency over at SUSD. I'm reading an article over at uh, the Arizona Independent. Scottsdale Unified accused of denying public records requests related to gender and sexuality topics. Set the stage. What's going on here, Karen? Yeah, so in July of this year, Scottsdale Unified, their leadership decided to make public public records requests public. So when I would go into, um, you know, request a public record, uh, now my name and is on their website, and it, it shows exactly what I submitted as the request. Which that's all fine and dandy, but I believe that they were doing that and try because they wanted to intimidate parents. Yeah, to chill you from acting. Yeah, to to chill you from seeking information. Of course, you ask for information, you're going to be known, and what you're asking about will be known too. Absolutely, and you know, in that article, it talks a lot about the the gender ideology and the pronouns and and the curriculum that was created for any town and all that. But but the situation of of blatantly disregarding transparency is so much bigger than those few items. Yeah. On August 14th, I submitted a public records request requesting the exit survey for the teachers that had left the school from August 1st, 2021 to August 14th of 2022. And I did that for multiple reasons. One was that 30 special ed teachers left at the end of the school year in 2022, and I spoke with some of them. And um, they had some concerns about, and they had reasons why they wanted to leave, and they weren't just because they got a better job somewhere else. They, did, they didn't like the culture that had transpired in the school. And so I wanted to see what, is the, what are the teachers saying when they are leaving, right? So this is something that's very readily available for them. Mm-hmm. And to this day today, I just checked, it has not been filled. And if you read in the article that you just uh, mentioned, uh, you'll see that... Um, Jennifer McGrown, the counsel for Special Unified, said that, oh, they are filled in the order they're received. <laughs> well, there have been 10 <laughs> orders filled since I submitted my public records request in August, and the latest one that was filled was uh, filled on August 24th. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, it, and, and what this does, it creates this trust, right? Yep, yep. And so right now, our community does not trust our school. And frankly, our school, our, our community deserves better. Yep. And we have to build that culture of trust and transparency, a culture where teachers want to stay in a place where people want to, you know, parents want to send their kids. And we have to have an accessible and accountable board to the community. I'm going to guess, Karen, um, that, and I, I would not ask you to disclose names. I don't want you to. But I'm going to guess that here and there a little bit you're getting um, messages from teachers or a teacher may come up to you and say thank you for doing this because I bet some of them feel kind of chilled or cowed from speaking up or trying to make waves once in a while too. I I bet that's happening. Am I right? You're absolutely right. It's probably on a weekly basis that a teacher or administrator is reaching out to me and and either, you know, happy that we're running and supporting us or have yet another issue that they're concerned with and so and that's been going on for over a year and a half and it's it's one of the reasons why i'm running yeah 
exactly right. The um, the, the 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 hit on um, conservative or education reform minded types is that, uh, and I and I guess movements like Red for Ed helped 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 instantiate this, is that you know we're against teachers. We are not. We are doing everything we can to promote good and great teachers. And you said it in the last segment, and it's important that you did. And I'll repeat it. There are some excellent teachers out there. There are some good schools out there, too. There are even some excellent ones. But there's an awful lot of mediocrity, and there's an awful lot of politics. And just heaven forfend if your children ends up with a mediocre, mediocre child or in one of these schools or, di- or one, of these, uh, one of these programs where they're doing things that, you know, with your kid and their brain and their emotions that are just offensive, not only to the parent, but to general common sense. That's about right, isn't it, Karen? Uh, you're absolutely right. And uh, there is a small select group of teachers and administrators that are supporting this national narrative that's coming into our schools uh-huh. uh, with the, the politics and the gender and the pronouns and all of that. And, sure. and, and it's very, very sad because I will tell you the majority don't want it, but they feel very silent. So when they're sitting in a meeting and I was talking to a administrator, actually a, an assistant principal that sits in meetings and he's just baffled at what he's hearing. However, he's silenced because he doesn't want to lose his job. That's right. No, there's that. That's right. And, and you know, these institutions, you don't have to use the word if you don't want to. I will. The progressive socialist pull and tug is based on that very that very thing. Intimidation. Um, and knowing that your life will be made a little less comfortable if you do make waves, if you do stand up, if you do question the authority. I see it as your job to make it easier for them to do that. It is. We, we, we should make their life easier. And, you know, there's a, an initiative going around for the next session is to pay our teachers first. And Good. I really support that. I believe Good. that we need to pay our teachers first. We need to fund our classroom yep. before anything else. Good. So everybody's happy and everybody has what they need. Yep. Um, yep. So along with empowering our parents, we need to give our community a voice. And so whether you have a child in the district or not, um, your taxpayer dollars is going to fund our schools and your voice deserves to be heard. Absolutely right. This whole lack of transparency and uh, attempt to block transparency you know there's about three or f- three to five yeah let's let's say there's about five uh, items that all, almost all education reformers would agree on that constitutes a good school that shows and indicates you have a good school one of them is openness to parental feedback one of them is openness to parental input when they're blocking transparency when they are even lying to you about the transparency, you know there is something rotten in the state of Denmark, and you know you are not dealing with a good school. You may be dealing with a good social engineering system. You're not dealing with a good school system, Karen. You're right, Seth. You're absolutely right. Well, God bless you, and uh, Godspeed to you. And, of course, Amy sent her my regards, and uh, looking forward to really good news after the election with you guys and the improvement of our schools and the uh, improved care nurturing uh, of our children's minds. Karen Warner, thank you very much for doing what you're doing. Absolutely, Seth. Thank you so much for your support. You betcha. Warner for SUSD.com. That's com. I don't have her website in front of me, but check out Amy Carney, too. And uh, let's start rolling up our sleeves and help these mama bears who are doing their utmost to not just save their children and their community's children, but our community. I'm Seth Liebson. We'll be right back. 